Welcome to Lay's Little Golden Books. I hope you all enjoy today's story, and maybe the grown-ups will remember it from their own childhood. Aladdin and His Magic Lamp A Story from a Thousand and One Arabian Nights Told by Kathleen N. Daly a little golden book from 1959. Once upon a time, in a land far away, there lived a boy called Aladdin. Now Aladdin was a lazy boy and didn't like to work. No matter how much his mother scolded, Aladdin would run off and play in the streets with other lazy boys. You will never make your fortune that way, sighed his mother. But for once his mother was wrong. One day, a stranger came to Aladdin as he was playing. My boy, said the man with a beard, I have been watching you, and you look very like my brother Mustafa. Tell me, are you his son? Yes, sir, said the boy. I am Aladdin, son of Mustafa, but he has been dead for many years. Then take me to his house so that at least I can see where my dear brother lived, said the man. Aladdin's mother was very surprised when Aladdin came in with the new uncle for Mustafa had never told her that he had a brother, but as the stranger brought much food and wine, she welcomed him gladly. Tomorrow, said the uncle, I will take Aladdin for a day in the country. I promise you that he will come back very rich indeed. Better and better, thought the mother, and she told Aladdin to do whatever his uncle asked him. Next day, Aladdin and his uncle rode into the country. When they came to a quiet place, the uncle began to build a fire, though it was a warm day. Then he spoke some magic words over the fire, and suddenly the earth opened up. Aladdin, said the magician, for of course that is what he was. You are just the right size to go down that hole and through the door that you see there. Do as I tell you, and no harm will come to you. And suddenly Aladdin was all alone in the cave, with no door to let him out. He began to weep and wring his hands. In doing this, he happened to rub the ring that the magician had given him. Immediately there was a puff of smoke, and a great genie stood before Aladdin. "'Master, what is your command?' said the genie. Too surprised to be frightened, Aladdin said, "'Please, I would like to be home.' And in a flash Aladdin was safe at home again. Aladdin's mother was very pleased to see her son again, and he told her of his adventure. "'And now,' said Aladdin, "'I am hungry.' "'My poor son, we have neither food nor money to buy any,' said his mother. "'But perhaps we can sell the lamp that you found.' She started to polish the lamp. Suddenly there was a puff of smoke, and a huge genie, much bigger than the first one, stood before them. "'Master, what is your command?' said the genie. Aladdin's mother immediately fainted away, but Aladdin, who was used to genies by now, said, "'Genie, please bring us dinner.' The genie bowed and disappeared. A moment later, he was back with silver dishes of food and pitchers of wine. Aladdin's mother came to her senses, and she and her son ate the best meal they had ever had. They ate so much that next day not a crumb was left. When Aladdin and his mother were hungry again, Aladdin went to sell one of the silver dishes in the market. While he was there, the princess, daughter of the sultan, came by. Aladdin caught sight of her, and that is how he came to fall in love with the princess for she was the most beautiful girl he had ever seen. He rushed home and said to his mother, 
Mother, you must go to the Sultan and tell him that I want to marry his daughter, the princess. Take as a gift this fruit that I found in the magician's garden. Sighing, Aladdin's mother set off to the palace. After many days, she was allowed to see the Sultan. My son wants to marry the princess, she said. He sends you this fruit as a gift. The greedy Sultan gladly took the fruit. Tell your son, he said, that he may marry the princess if he will build her a palace just as precious and beautiful as these jewels. When his mother told him the Sultan's reply, Aladdin at once took the lamp and rubbed it. The genie came and Aladdin said, Genie, I want a palace, the most beautiful palace in the world with marble walls and golden roofs and precious jewels around the windows. I want servants and coaches and horses. For my mother and myself, I must have clothes and many bags of gold. The genie bowed and a moment later he was back. Look, O oh master, he said, and there on the hilltop was the most beautiful palace in the whole world. It was just as Aladdin had ordered it, with marble walls and golden roofs and precious jewels around the windows. The sultan was so pleased with the palace that he said Aladdin could marry the princess right away. Dressed in splendid new clothes, Aladdin and his mother rode in a fine carriage to the palace. On the way, Aladdin's servants threw handfuls of gold to the cheering people who came to watch. When she saw Aladdin, the princess fell in love with him at once. They were married there and then, and there was a splendid feast with food and drink, dancing and music for the whole town. Aladdin's fame spread far and wide, and presently the wicked magician heard about the boy who had become rich and splendid and married the beautiful princess. The wretched boy has discovered the secret of the lamp, he said, gnashing his teeth. Then an evil smile came to his lips as he thought of a plan. Quickly he disguised himself as a beggar and made his way to the palace. For many days he watched and waited quietly for his chance. Now it so happened that Aladdin was sent by the sultan to visit a distant part of the country. So when a peddler appeared at the palace gates crying, New lamps for old! Give me your old lamps for new! It was the princess who heard him. She did not know the secret of the magic lamp, and thinking how pleased her husband would be, the foolish girl sent down a servant with the old lamp. Greedily the peddler took it and gave in exchange a brand new lamp, glinting and shining, but quite, quite worthless, for it was not a magic lamp. The magician rubbed the lamp. There was a puff of smoke and the genie appeared. Master, what is your command? said the genie. Take me and the palace and everyone in it to faraway Africa, said the magician. The genie bowed, and in a flash the magician, the palace, and everyone in it had disappeared from the hilltop. And as soon as Aladdin returned, the sultan told him, In a flash it disappeared, the palace and everyone in it. Clearly that is the work of the wicked magician, said Aladdin. Aladdin wasted no time. He rubbed the ring that the magician had given him long ago. Bring me back the palace and everyone in it, he commanded the genie. Alas, said the genie, my power is not as great as that of the genie of the lamp. I cannot do it. Then take me to where the palace is, said Aladdin. And in a flash, Aladdin was in faraway Africa. Aladdin waited until he saw the magician leave the palace. Then he slipped in and found the princess. Fondly they embraced. Then Aladdin said, Where is the lamp? Alas, said the princess, he carries it always with him. 
Then we must get it from him, said Aladdin. Together they thought of a plan. That night, when the magician came home for his supper, the princess poured him a great goblet of wine. No sooner had he drunk it than he fell into a deep, deep sleep, for Aladdin had drugged the wine. Aladdin came out from his hiding place and seized the lamp. "'Take me and the palace and everyone in it back home,' he commanded the genie, and in a flash they were back home again. The sultan and all the people were overjoyed to see Aladdin and the princess, and the sultan immediately ordered a holiday and feasting for everyone. As for the wicked magician, he was neither seen nor heard from again, and who knows, perhaps he is still asleep this very day in faraway Africa. The End